Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. In him we have redemption through his blood. Where? In him. This, this is a positional truth. It doesn't work everywhere. Where do we have redemption through his blood? In him. In him. In Christ. I remember the times when I was a Christian. I loved God. But I was never sure about my I didn't have assurance when I walked and thought man God can spit me out anytime yeah especially when you read Revelation I knew I was one of the lukewarms Look, look, lukewarms it's not a type of worm but I knew I was one of those who were Lukewarm because I knew that according to the way he writes in Romans, I desired God after the inward man, but my members constantly said something else. So uh, uh, I was never sure. Uh, when you are around the Christians, you tried and behaved as much as possible like, like the Christians. Especially when you come to church and everyone is smartly dressed, like Liz here, you just be like, also you dress up smartly and look like everything is all right, even if it's not. But inward, you know, you're thinking, God, am I in? Am I out? <laughs> like, I, I hope I'm in, but I hope you're not throwing me out. And what a wonderful, wonderful day that I will never forget when I found out that as far as God is concerned, I'm where? In. For the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. By faith. It says, by, by, by grace you have been saved through faith. All right, and that not of yourselves, Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. It is the gift of God, lest anyone should boast. Man, when I found out I was in, oh, my walk became joyful. I was like, he loves me. He desires the best for me. Even when I fail, I'm in. Hey, somebody. You know, religious people don't like the gospel because they feel they've worked for it. They feel they've paid the price for being saved. No, 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 no. The only person who paid the price for your salvation is Jesus. Am, am I making sense? Yeah, there is nothing like paying the price for salvation. Yeah, the only price you probably pay is to extend that salvation to others. But in terms of yourself, which is what we are talking about today, it's all about him. 
All of this to say, it is a positional truth. It is a positional truth. Yeah. It is a positional truth. Other things can only happen when you are in certain positions. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wait until you are in senior five to learn calculus if you are in a Ugandan system. Yeah. Before that, it was numbers, addition, board mass. Then you got there, dy, dx, dwat, differentiation. Well, some truths are only sensible in certain what? Positions. So when you look at Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, this period is opening three chapters, two chapters. You can't shake the idea of the position of the Christian who is where? In Christ. How do you get in him? You believe. You simply believe. There are so many unsure believers. They are like the wires. They don't know whether they are in or out. And they think God is the problem. God is not the problem. If God says you're in, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a positional truth. Amen. So there are certain benefits that come with position. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Some of you who are married, certain benefits accrue. Kameza. Sijuyu what? Yeah. What? They are what? Positional. Yeah. Am I making sense? And those of you who are about to get married, you'll find out certain benefits. What? They come alive once. You are in the right position. At once, everything changes. Mama, mama. I will not go into the details for now. But in him, we have. Yeah. Today, it's like the scripture is for studying English. The, the first two words were to stress the fact that what? That the truth is what? Positional. Yeah. Then the next two words is to say, we what? Have. There are certain things we have because we are in him. We don't have them for any other reason apart from the fact that we are in him. And when it says we have, it means we are not looking for those things. We are not searching for those things. You might be thinking I'm taking too much time with four words. But nothing else will make sense if you don't understand the forwards. In him, ah, we have. Yeah. Have you ever had something? And, and you know it is yours? Yeah. What would happen if you started behaving like you don't have it? We would all start wondering what your problem is. Huh? Ruth, do you have a phone? Give me your phone. 
Is there data? Okay. Who has your phone? Ruth, can I have your phone? Can I have your phone? I have your phone. Yeah. I, you see, and we are going to go into the what we have. The other last two weeks we are looking at the fact that we have everything. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. People are continuing to ask God for the things which he already gave them. And God is like, oh my God, what shall I do for these people? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. He says, in him we have. Now, I know I'm building on to like two weeks of discussion, so let me not overstress it. Let's go to what do we have. Because today we are going to look at maybe two or three things that we have that are very important for us to know as pertains to our position in him. Okay. I know right now it sounds like we are in theology class. Don't worry. Application is coming. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, Rebecca, application is coming. You have already hinted, but you know, uh, let's, yeah, we'll have wider application. <laughs> if you know, if you don't, you don't. Okay. In him we have what? Redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. That's the first thing. What we have? Redemption through his blood, which is what? The forgiveness of sins. Technically speaking, redemption is purchase, buying back. It's to redeem, it's to buy back. We were like fugitives under the tyrant Satan. And he came to the market eh? and he said, How much do these ones cost? And the devil was like, ah, These ones. No amount of money can buy these ones. And Jesus was like, what do you mean? I have a lot of money. Just mention the price. I'm willing to pay. The devil was like, no, 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 no. Jesus, you see, that's not how it works here. You, you are pure in heart. You don't know how our market works. Jesus is like, no, 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 try me. How much? Is it silver? Is it gold? Is it Uganda shillings? Is it dollars? Is it Bitcoin? Is it all the other coins that are getting people into coincidental trouble? Uh, and it says, no, 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 you can't handle it. He said, no, try me. I can handle it. Why? Because he had already forgiven, he was willing to pay the price. You don't pay the price for someone you're not forgiven. Especially the kind of price that devil finally put up. So after all the haggling, the devil is smiling, thinking, I gotcha. Y'all don't know how much I'm about to ask for. He says, okay, you know what, let's cut to the chase. Okay, this is Moses' imaginary version, yeah? I know some of you are looking at me and they're thinking, I don't remember reading that part. <laughs> <laughs> P- 
please switch on, okay? Yeah. So he says, you know what? It's going to cost you your life. Yeah. So now the devil has thrown a price on the table that he knows no one is willing to pay. And Jesus is like, I'll take it. And the devil is like, what? No! Like, we've shaken hands. It's my life you want. It's my life you have for them to buy them back. Yeah. To buy them back from sin to righteousness. To buy them back from oppression to freedom. To buy them back from sickness to health. To buy them, are there people in this place? To buy them back from poverty to prosperity. To buy them back from panic to peace. To buy them back from sadness to joy. I will pay the price. And he paid it. That's why he says, in him we have redemption. Through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. Give me your phone. Let's assume this phone is the forgiveness of sins. Okay? Okay? Let's assume it is the forgiveness of sins. Can I have it? Then I come and say, Ruth, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. I was in fellowship. Those of you who know the lyrics, I'm very suspicious of you. I don't know what the next line says. But I know that the third line says, Please forgive me. someone's heart the eyes of your understanding are being enlightened that you might know that in him you have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins the last thing Satan will ever want you to know is that you are forgiven because forgiven people love the Lord. Jesus said, he, she that was forgiven much, loved much. The reason the church is full of lukewarm people who behave as though they've never encountered the Lord Jesus is because they are people who have not received the forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. We have, we have, we have forgiveness of sins. Give me Colossians 1.14. Colossians 1.14, what does it say? Uh-huh. Together. In whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. 
What's the redemption? Through his blood? The forgiveness of sins. Yeah. Write a song and say, I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted. You were condemned, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am alive and well. Your spirit lives within me because you died and rose again. Mm -hmm. Amazing love, how can it be? You, my Lord, would die for me. Oh, amazing. I, I know it's true. Yeah. It's my joy to honor you. Da -da -da. In all I do, I honor you. We have redemption through His blood. And this redemption is the forgiveness of sins. The writer in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12 shed some light on to what kind of redemption we have received. Let's read it together. Hebrews 9, 12. Let me have Hebrews 9, 12. Together. Not with the blood uh -huh, of goats and calves, but with his own blood. What was the price? What was the price? His own blood. His own life. With his own blood, uh -huh, he entered the most holy place. Once. How many times? For, for all people, for all sins, for all time. Jesus' blood covered the sins of every human being that has ever been born and will ever be born and every sin of every human being that has ever been born or will ever be born and every time and all that is left is people to say I receive it that's all that's why we have the work of evangelism Amen. This week we had 300. What? 300. I'll double check that to make sure you know that the blood is working. Yeah. Yeah, this is the air I breathe. Yeah, your holy presence. Living in me. 344 salvations. Now, that's why you should join a mission committee. Now, let me give you clarity. That's what we used to get for the whole year as worship harvest. That's what we used to get for the whole year. Now, that's weekly. Nowadays, we are weekly. Hey, hey. 
This is my daily bread. This is my daily bread. Your very word spoken to me. Hebrews 9. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. What kind of forgiveness do you have? Eternal forgiveness. Eternal redemption. That's why the thing you received when you came to Christ, when the preacher preached, they told you what you were going to get is something called eternal life. When you hear the word eternal, what comes to your mind? Is it something that's cut off and comes back on frequently? What, what comes to your mind? Ah, what comes to your mind? What, what? Try and get, try and get me first John 5, 25 thereabouts. I hope I'm right. If I'm not, I'll soon find it. First John chapter 5. No, there is no 25. So it must be a, an earlier verse. Yeah. Are, are you willing to preach with me, people? Oh, my goodness. What is it that says that, that you may know that you have eternal life? First John chapter, yeah. All my blinkers had gone off. It's back. 13. First John, what does it say? These things I've written to you who believe. Are there people here who believe? I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. That what? That what? That you may what? that you may know that you're going to get that you'll get when you die that you receive when that you know that you what? Have. Have what kind of life? Eternal. No, I know some of you where you come from, you used to call that internal life. No, this is not internal. This is eternal. So I was asking, and that you may continue to believe. When you hear the word eternal, what comes to your mind? Ceaseless, ongoing, without end. How many of you think that is possible if it was based on your performance? If it was based on you not doing anything wrong, do you think that that, that would be even if, something worth being interested in? Yeah. It's like telling you, we're going to give you food, so much food. 
oh, you can't believe how much food you're going to get. Oh, oh, oh. You're going to have the best dishes, Chinese, Indian, continental, Caribbean. What else do you like? Yeah, Chikalai, I know that's what they are thinking about in that section. Like, we're going to... Yeah. But in order for you to have this food, eh, you must never blink. No blinking. Eh. Eh. No blinking. You blink like this. No food. Yeah. Yeah. And moreover, it is kept far away, so you have to walk there. If you blink on your way, you go back to the start. And then when you're walking like this, uh, uh, you go back to the start. That's how some people think about Christianity. It is this impossible, unachievable, dangling good thing that somehow God has figured out how to annoy every human being by making it available and then making it impossible for you to get it. Eternal life is impossible if it's dependent of, on your not doing anything wrong. Because you and doing wrong stuff is like blinking. Uh. You might even sit there looking so holy when you're thinking wrong thoughts. You're blinking. You might even be thinking bad thoughts about me. You may be having a bad attitude. You're like, is he telling the truth? Everything, it's there, it's in your Bible. Having obtained what? Eternal redemption. Colossians 2.13 And you, being dead in your trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, what has he done? He has made alive together with him, having forgiven you. Oh. Trespasses. Were you there when Jesus died? So you think you forgave the ones you had committed and up to when he died? Having forgiven you all trespasses. Now let's go back to Ephesians because this thing, we are still on verse 7. When shall we reach? Go back to Ephesians. Uh, yeah, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Actually, we are still on verse 7, part B. We haven't reached part C. Now, I want us to be sure that we have arrived at the same position of knowledge and conviction that we have redemption, the writer is not lying, and that redemption is the one, the forgiveness of sins, and that we have it. Mm. It's a bit like when you go to the takeaway, hmm? and you buy the takeaway, yeah? And they give you your take away in a packet huh? and cavera, right? Like when you go to Eddie's kitchen, chicken. Then they give you take away. Huh? And then you proceed to 
take away the take away hmm? and you take it away to your home hmm? is the takeaway still in the takeaway why isn't it in the takeaway you have it yeah this time I know I have it oh, because I have you I know you've been my own oh, wherever I go. that's it that's it now now let's start looking at some of the other that's the meat now they brought in Royco onions garlic what eh? so we have it and then he tells us how it works. He says, it is according to the riches of his grace. That good thing we have, it is what? According. In other words, it is in proportion to the riches of his grace. Now, grace already is rich. When you hear the word grace, just imagine rich. Because it is divine enablement. Yeah, it's like when you can do something really well in the natural and then God comes in and now makes you do it in the supernatural. That's grace. Now, imagine when he makes you do it in the supernatural but in a rich way. You see, even the English doesn't work. He says, this, this is not according to your repentances and uh, sadnesses and uh, religiosity and I don't know what. This is not according to your, how many times you go to church. This is not according to your reading of the Bible. This is not according to whether you fasted in season 21 or not. Or you just imputed it the fasting upon season 21. This is not according. This is not according to anything you do. Yeah. This thing we have, the redemption through his is what? It's according to the riches of his grace. It's a bit like saying the man has rich money. Like no way. Uh, yeah. Uh. If you have money, the assumption is already you're what? You're rich. Now, when they say that you, 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 your money is rich, like the riches of his grace, the riches of his grace, the riches of his grace. It's this thing we have, grace. Other people define it as un, and, unmerited, undeserved favor. Yeah. It is that thing where the traffic police officer stops you and you're clearly in the wrong. Then he smiles at you and says, Good morning, sir. And he smiles back and says, Good morning, sir. He says, Enjoy your day. <sighs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that thing when your boss calls you and says, you know, our company didn't do so well last year. But we feel we should give you a raise and a bonus. Yeah, that's grace. That is grace. In other words, it should not be happening. But it is happening. Yeah, that's grace. Okay, let me teach you something. Mercy and grace are different. Mercy is negative-oriented. Grace is positive-oriented. That's why you did mathematics up to senior four, if you attended. Mercy is when you get all the negatives. You know x-axis? Okay, from your direction, this is the negatives. Imagine this is the y-axis, this is zero. These are negatives, negative 5, 10, 15, 20. Do you remember those things? The, the, the tewalia fees. Okay. Number line. <laughs> so mercy is you are this end. You are in the negatives. Bakukute with your hand in the till. Huh? Maybe you work for the bank. Money has disappeared. Investigations are launched and they find out you are the one responsible for the disappearance of 400 million shillings. Then they call you into the boardroom and mercy kicks in and they say, you've served this. Why? Why did you? What did you say? We are going to let you go. You're not going to prison. Okay? Never do it again. That's mercy. It gets the negatives and, and, and rolls up that negative side of the x-axis and brings it what? To zero. And you, and you go like... Because you had already started organizing yourself to go. That's mercy. Now, grace. What? Grace. Text finds where you, the mercy dropped you at zero and says, Now I'm taking your places. It says that. says, so that you never get tempted to steal again. We are giving you shares in the bank. You are now an heir. Mm, you have inheritance. And then grace, grace goes from zero to positive. One, two, fifty, eight hundred. Hey, people. That is grace. So when you hear people saying, overwhelm me, <coughs> overwhelm me with your love, mercy and grace. It's all the same thing. One eliminates the negatives, one gives the positives. Yeah. Mercy is when you're caught in adultery. Yeah. 
And, and, and then they, they forgive you. Say, you're, you're, like the other woman, eh? Uh, in the very act. <laughs> Some people here, they've ever been caught in the very act. You know yourselves. Don't just look straight so that no one knows where. Grace is when God gives you a marriage to die for. Uh, where people look at you and they even they, they want to be married just by hey! the one they caught in the very act now it's the one envy, being envied that's grace are there people are you here you want to go I'm preaching better than you're listening yeah yeah some of you use your masks to, for negatively. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure we... Yeah. Yeah. You, you take advantage of the mask and not to smile. Yeah, like, they will not say I'm not smiling. No, I smile, even with a mask. It's good for you. Yeah, I will recover I will recover, oh, I will recover. All those, by the way, are prophetic songs. Everything I sing, I don't think I'm missing being in our ship team. I will, I will recover, oh. Don't count me out. I'm on my way to a better place, to a brighter day. We recover. Don't count me out. I'm on my way to a better place. To a brighter day, how we recover. One more time. Don't count me out. I'm on my way to a better place, to a brighter day. We recover. Don't count me out yeah yeah i'm on my way in your marriage in your finances to a better place in your career to a brighter day in your mind i will recover <coughs> have you ever found people who have stuff and you're like they don't deserve it what did who did they bribe to get that marriage, to get that job, to get that kind of man. We know this girl, she shouldn't be having a good husband. <laughs> and they walk in, he's holding her hand. He's like, for us, we are here keeping ourselves pure. That's great, people! That's great. That's grace. <laughs> That's grace. There's so much power in this place, by the way, if you knew it. 
If you know it, you'll just receive whatever you've been praying for right now. You would just receive what you've been praying for because I know it. I know it. Those online, I know it. I know it. Receive your healing. Receive your freedom from oppression. Just receive what you've been praying for because the grace of God unleashes power. Amen. So he says this whole good thing, it is according to the riches of his grace. And then he makes it a little worse in a good way. Verse 8, which he made, the riches of his grace, which he did what? He made to what? To abound. Not to trickle. Uh -uh. To abound. I'm talking about a flood. I'm talking about it's so much you can't walk. You're just being swept away by the goodness of God. That's what David talks about when he says, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Which he made to abound toward us. In what? All wisdom and prudence. Like, God weighed all the options concerning your life, concerning your future, concerning your relationship with him. And he said, the only thing I'm going to do for this girl, the only thing I'm going to do for this guy, I'm going to unleash hmm, the riches of my grace eh, toward them. Yeah? The word toward there is, very, is a very powerful word. Because it's one thing for a friend of yours to have a lot of money and you're broke. Yeah, they have, you don't have. You have acknowledged, but are in a cash. No, no, it's another thing when it starts flowing toward you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even the neighbors will know something is coming toward. Because it says the riches of his grace. No, no, no. You see, God is good all by himself and he can decide to hold his goodness himself. But this time he's like, no, no, no. I'm opening up my goodness toward, toward you and not like some of those taps. Yeah, some of you have those taps. You have to, well, as you're opening that up, you're praying. Yeah, because don't, don't, don't. You first close it. Hmm? Until the pressure is low. You first close it so that the water, as if, builds up again in the pipe. Then you open. You know those taps which turn, turn, turn? Until they make the sink brown, where it has been turn, turn, turning. Yeah, that's not what we are talking about. <laughs> hey, no, 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 this one. You'd like this. Pressure! Pressure! The riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward Moses Mokisa. Hey, in all wisdom and prudence and so. Because I receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, I shall reign in life through the one. Yeah. Whoa. 
Okay. Yeah. It still says time up from the beginning, so I will not know when the time is up. Mama. Ma. Ah. Because of your love, I can face tomorrow. Because of your grace, I will never be dismayed. Mm-mm. You've helped me through the shadows of darkness. Yeah. I'm standing here to lift your name on high. Because of your love, I can face tomorrow. This one is for Kathy Weisswanachisege, wherever you're watching from. Because of your grace, I will never be dismayed. You have helped me through the shadows of darkness. Mm, through the dark night I'm standing here to lift your name on high bridge you are my shepherd I shall not want you guide me with your hand wherever I go you restore my soul and lead me in the paths of righteousness. I will not fear. I will not fear because of your love. I can face tomorrow. All right. He made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. We are at verse 7, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm out of time. Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to, the, to his good pleasure, hmm? which he purposed in himself. But where verses? That in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Why? Why is he gathering all things together in him? Because of verse 11. Verse 11. You, someone probably came here today for verse 11. <laughs> wow. Why is he gathering everything? He, he goes, buys us from the tyrant, pays with his own price, takes us home. Then we get there, we think, Slave, slave, slave in America, planting sugar, sugar, auntie. Then, then, then we are there, okay. Where is the work? Auntie, we've been bought to come and what? And work. Yeah, they are like, where are the boys' quarters for the servants who are going to work in the, in the farm? Yeah, where is the kawunga and beans for the workers? Where, where, where? yeah. And then he opens the main house. And you, 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 aromas of 
uh, roast whatever you want it to be start wafting through the compound and then it says welcome home dinner is ready and we're like what what she takes you inside and says no no you're not a servant you are a son you have inheritance this is your house this is your farm this, I didn't buy you back to enslave you again. I bought you back to give you freedom, to give you purpose, to give you joy, show you power, the power you have. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hey, hey, hey. We have obtained an inheritance. Why? That's why he gathered it and put it under Christ because it is ours. Uh, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Next verse. Why have we obtained an inheritance? Next verse. That we, who? Who first did what? Trusted in Christ. Should be what? To the praise of his glory. Give me that Ephesians 5 verse. Let, let me conclude. Ephesians 5, he says, Ephesians 5 where is Ephesians 5 Ephesians 5 25, 26 Husbands love your wives the way just as Christ also loved the church and what did, she, what did he do and he gave himself for her did we cover that part did we cover that part he, he paid with his life did we cover that part and then what else did he do that he might what sanctify and do what cleanse her with the word washing of water by the word that he might what next 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 verse next verse that he might present her uh, to him self what an average church a poor church a, a beaten church an unconfident church a glorious church glorious church his desire for you is glory that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory the purpose of the inheritance is to make you look glorious Take me back to the other verse, Ephesians. Because you see, a husband can walk in with a wife and you know that things are going well. Where do you look? The wife. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know whether things are going well, where do you look? The wife. You don't look at the husband. No, 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 no. no. Uh, some of us, our vision for the church would make Christ look like an abusive husband. But I'm here to cast a new vision for the church for you. That Christ is a good husband. And that he has an inheritance. And he has given this inheritance to the church that we may be glorious people. The world should take one look at us and know we have a good husband. the purpose of the inheritance. The Bible says the woman is the glory of the man. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter how sharply dressed I, I am. If we walk in here with Ari and this part is torn, and you know, nowadays they are torn on purpose, but I'm not talking about one which is torn. When we see Wufu, you're just going to say, Mosomba, I saw the step. Yeah, but when we walk in and she's balagaveted, then you know there is something with this man. Hallelujah, somebody. Uh, are there husbands in this place? Are there husbands in this place? Are there husbands to be in this place? Shakabraha. Come on, people, let's stand up and pray. Pray, pray, pray. Just start giving thanks to God for his goodness, for his grace. Yay. Thank Jesus. Thank Jesus. Yes. You are good, you are good, and your mercy is forever. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you that we have forgiven. Thank you that we have redemption. We are we were bought back. We have an inheritance that things are working for us. We bless you, not because of us, but because of what Jesus has done. Don't call me out. I'm on my way to a better place, to a brighter day. We recover all. Don't count me out. I'm on my way to a better place, to a brighter day. Thank you, Father, for you are the God who sees where we are, even when things are really tough, that you've promised to walk with us. You said, even when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So we minister comfort right now, Lord, to all who need it. Thank you for the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way right now. Minister comfort everywhere people are watching, in homes, in host centers, in locations. Minister comfort to those who are heavy, hearted this morning we bless you and friends if you've never given your life to Jesus it's the most important decision you'll ever make I'm going to give you an invitation to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior even as the people here in the studio pray if you're here in the studio or wherever you are at whatever location whatever host center whatever home and you want to make that decision today to come to the one that paid with his life for you. I want you to put your hand up wherever you are. Just put it up. Someone is going to come to you at that location. Those who are here, whoever is receiving Christ, if you want to receive Christ, just put your hand up. Someone will come to you wherever you are. I need those hands up. There is a hand at the back. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Elders, pastors, thank you, Lord. 
the, the people where we are giving you time at that host center someone you're hesitating we are giving you time at that location wherever you are Arua someone you're hesitating we are giving you time downtown we are giving you time Gaba Road we are giving you time we are giving you time to say yes to the greatest purpose of all time Just pray this in your heart after me, deep from your heart. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me. I give my life to you. Take it and do something significant with it. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.